This is Brain Fuzz, the art, music, and culture podcast with Joe Camusa and Matthew White. Sitting in a studio complex courtyard, Joe and Matthew reflect on a previous episode and discuss the choice of living the creative life. Then there's the issue of living up to expectations or disappointing. The shins come up briefly. Jenny Holzer is referenced. An audio pick of the day is postponed. Mixtapes are welcomed. This is episode 22. After a few days of non-stop rain, it's nice to be outside here at the studio complex. So we just talked with uh, Boyana in our last episode. And, uh, you know, I've been thinking about this... We always have to recap because after you've after you've talked with someone, you you have all of these these thoughts uh, later as you're processing everything. And I'm thinking about her her comments on a life in the arts. She wasn't afraid to say just talk about how difficult that it can be. And now many envision, and you've said this before, you, you that someone will say, "Oh, it it must be nice to paint all day," right? But <laughs> The reality is that there are a great many more complications than that. What, you know, whether you're with a gallery or not, whether you're going it alone, on your own, or you're with a gallery. Um, but it's a choice one makes, and you know, the value of following one's path has its rewards. So, you know, the question is, do those rewards outweigh the additional complications? I think they're more of a compulsion. That seems to be ah, what's yeah. coming up over and over again. People are willing to make such sacrifices That's to make true. work without necessarily there being any kind of known, out- predictable outcome. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm going to toil away, make this, maybe what, in, in the hope of that work reaching an audience, developing an audience. I don't know. I mean, everybody's goals are, are different. I mean, I found that a very refreshing chat, you know, just, just very energetic and, uh, you know, positive, but not sugarcoating it, where not at every all. day is just sunshine, and, which is, uh, is refreshing. You know, every, every artist or potential artist has to answer, you know, for him or herself, um, just what, you know what that success is and what it is that they're looking for out of that and, and are these sacrifices uh, that they're willing to make. In Boyana's case, and that's a, that's a great example oh, of yeah. walking away from one path. What you, but I, it's funny how those letters are even more like, wow, to leave you know, uh, an MD behind. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's not like, well, I left the CPA, um, <laughs> which is still drastic. What they you know, is, yes. I, uh, uh, can relate on some level, but wow, you know, to go from science and medicine to, uh, and then to see how it's, uh, it's obviously still, it's in her, you know, very being, and here it is coming out in her practice, and, you know, that was fascinating to unravel as she uh, was talking about, you know, the path through grad school and kind of maybe a little bit of a, a tug of war there with wanting uh, either a critique or uh, a mentor to, lead, nudge, uh, pull, you know, versus yeah. them just kind of standing there like a, you know, an impartial, you know, referee almost just like, yeah, you know, they might call you if you're out of bounds. Otherwise, they're just going to let you yeah. bounce around in there, which is, you know, 
I wonder if that's uh, not being a practicing psychotherapist myself, but I wonder if that's a lot of it, you know, to yeah. kind of just get the meter going and then sit back and listen. And, and how about the how about the difference in the way people treat her in the past life and the former, and I mean in the form in the former life and in the current life. Well, I thin that story. Wasn't she talking about literally that was recently at yeah. a uh, symposia or yeah. or yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's you know it's horrifying, <sighs> and at the same time. Um, Wow, all too real, you know, in terms of those instant judgments we uh, we all make. Um, she seemed to have to get the last laugh. She did, she did, and she has a great attitude about it. And she has I a think, great laugh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's willing. She's willing to live with that. And um, again, one of the sacrifices, I guess. I think that's great. Though I'd rather be. I'd rather somebody underestimate me on the front end and then over deliver you know then yeah that's true yeah it's like seeing a band you know everyone tells you about it, and then like that the great record and then you see them live and they just that's true that is true and if I had a poster child for that I would say it would have been the shins really like those oh, two records wow. both studio yeah. both heavily like recorded instrument by instrument like drum track yeah and built piece by piece right but I mean I still think that first record was a masterpiece uh, and yet you know live just suddenly all the layering and he and then he also harmonizes with himself so then can be done live sometimes but for the most part it just huh. they were not just didn't have the same dynamics and, but see that to me would suck if you were that'd be like a curse if you're unless you wanted to be a studio band but you gotta the only way you're making money is going out on the road yeah, I heard I heard one of those live broadcasts from Bonnaroo recently, and wow, when they're feeding it live, there's no correction, no nothing happening in the studio after the fact. When that's going live, and I forget the, I forget which I band. I forget that they do that. That's yeah, pretty cool. It, it, yeah, live feed on SiriusXM from Bonnaroo, and it was I'm it was one of those bands you expect big things, and then oof. I don't know the term for it, but I believe when you're in the moment, I think our ears kind of uh, auto-correct some of that. Because like I've heard recordings of shows that I've been at, and I remember thinking it was like the, really an amazing show. And then you go back and listen to it again, and suddenly you're like, "Wow, I had no idea like the singer was off key," or you know, like you start noticing. And maybe again, that's your a second attempt at anything, you're going to be a lot more critical. Yeah, yeah. But I do think, like, there's a forgiveness. I could that, see that. that. Maybe we have. I mean, I'm sure there's a term for it, but... Oh, when you're a super fan of somebody, and, yeah, you're willing to forgive all kinds of things. Well, it just, it just, I don't know. There's something about live, loud, in the room, in the open. But, in the you know, moment. I mean, it's just like, you know, you, you record music. Why is it that... The sound, I was going to say on tape, but that's old. Um, but, you know, yeah. the recorded sound never matches what you either heard in your right. headphones or heard in yeah. the room. And why, why is that? And yeah. people will go mad trying to chase that. But yeah. A lot of music talk today. 
You're listening to the Brain Fuzz Podcast with Joe Camusa and Matthew White. And um, I, I failed to mention this, but like us, subscribe to us. It helps us on iTunes. And uh, certainly you can find out more about what we're talking about in uh, this and other episodes at brainfuzzpodcast.com. Now, of course, to have a life in the arts doesn't just mean a life dedicated solely to producing your own work. You may find that arts-related employment, in addition to your own practice, helps. Uh, and this is, this is where I have to mention a sponsor of the Brain Fuzz podcast, and that's artstie.com. Now, they are the largest site for jobs in the arts, and it's free for job seekers. I know the people at Arts Tie, and I can tell you that it just isn't a job site. They actually have arts backgrounds, and they know the space intimately. Arts Tie comes from a place of uh, genuine interest in people and arts career opportunities. So whether you're looking for an arts-related job or posting an arts-related job, check out artstie.com. That's artstie, A-R-T-S-T-I-E.com. I don't know why it has been more difficult in the arts than in other areas. Not everybody has a LinkedIn profile. There just aren't, there hasn't been a, a, a central resource for all those job listings. Right. And I know in a couple of scenarios I've been involved in, it's difficult to sort it all out. And I guess maybe that's because in the arts world, people do kind of, you know, there's moonlighting and there's... Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of it is word of mouth and new economy, whatever you want to call it. But I think it'd be fantastic to have, you know, these resources on both sides of it. But, I mean, yeah. how many artists couldn't use a side gig here and there yeah. to supplement? Yeah. Just, do you think, do you think that at one time that was frowned upon? How has that changed? What was frowned upon? Uh, having that other gig, if you weren't, I mean, for a uh, while there. I don't, I think that. Or was that? Frowned upon by whom? I mean, I, I, for how many people is that way of, like, supercharging their practice, you know, to, to in terms of being more efficient, to have to be somewhere else and devote, uh, you know, some other critical thinking. I've heard a lot of people say it actually benefits them. They're, 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 they're more productive. They have better ideas. You know, like I said, I mean, too much studio time sounds like a blessing. It can also be, you know, yeah. a kiss of death. Um, you know, I don't know. Deadlines and and we keep we always keep coming back to that deadlines and restraint. And, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't think it's. I mean, I guess it depends what you're doing. You know, maybe driving the wiener mobile might seem a little. Uh, a little I strange. don't know. I can I can see that being. You know, if you're vegan and you're driving the hot dog mobile. <laughs> But uh, no, I mean, I think, hey, you know what? Whatever it takes to uh, to get it done, and you know, pay your bills. And well, we also come back to uh, we always come back to success, and you know what? What I'm gathering from our guests, and, and no one ever answers it either. No, they don't. Or we probably just steamroll into another segue, but we need I, to get people to answer that question. I think that we, you know, I think we do see in every case that success is is different for everyone. And move and like a moving target, and a moving target, and I guess it should be. But you know, not everybody. I think you mentioned this in the last episode. Not everybody gets the moment retrospective. Well, yeah. So, you know, it, but it's so difficult to quantify without valuing 
um, even those you know those small victories. And I think that that's what keeps so many people on track. How do you do? What What are you thinking of when you say that? Um, it could be getting included in a show. Yeah, getting included in a show, a sale of work out of the blue here or there. Um, you know, those are all. They all serve as validation, and they keep. You know, they keep you, they keep you going and they keep you creating. And it really, when you look back on the guests that we've had so far, it really, in every case, is a question of scale because people have successes at different levels. And, uh, you know, also that not everybody wants a moment of retrospective. Do you really want to come under the magnifying glass like that? Yeah, I mean, that's a good, that's a good point. Um, you know, I always think of that Jenny Holzer line, you know, uh, protect me from what I want. But, yeah, I, again, I think what I keep hearing from those people that are doing this, that, that one of the keys is having enough uh, things to look forward to or, or to wait to hear whether, you know, somebody in a distant place uh, says yes or no. I mean, but I think that kind of can keep you going. You're waiting to hear if you got into this oh, that's or true. that or this residency or, I mean, let's face it, you have to make uh, your own thunder, which is just ex- <laughs> exhausting. You know, yeah. you got to make the work, you yeah. got to get it out there, and you also have to continue to try to find a home for it. The, to go back to the, it must be great to paint all day. Yeah, it is, but I think it, it's great to paint when you maybe have the luxury of uh, I, I'm looking at it the other way you know I'm thinking like so when people tell me sometimes they want to do this you know professionally and I'm like really? yeah versus like <clears throat> when you're inspired or you know. as a refuge because I think that's the thing that gets taken from most people you lose mm-hmm. your objectivity or criti- I wouldn't say your criticality that probably gets hyper and goes into like a warp drive or something but um, to do it to do it every day why do you want to do it every day and I think people you, most people don't answer me when I answer they, they have to you know, I mean, the, the, I think I, you're right. You want to on a certain level, but um, so I don't know. But that is a that is a funny question, which I mean, I get that a lot. You know, people. But you're not painting all day either, though. What you find is that you know you might get to paint half the day, and and you're you know, you're 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 creating work, or you're or you're um, or you're maintaining your inventory in a spreadsheet. <laughs> Yeah, you there's, know, there's that stuff. There's the sure. administrative stuff that, with success, right? There's more of it, more of the administrative. I, I just had this conversation in this very courtyard yesterday with somebody, and I was thinking, you know, f- for me to publicly acknowledge that, uh, you know, at times I think it's easy easier for me to maybe hide a little bit in terms of like the the work. The work is paramount. I've got to keep. Oh, this, this, yeah, I see that. You yeah. know, and the ongoing development versus no, it's like no, you, you actually need to build in, yeah, a day or a half day, and um, you know, and it's hard to do. It's hard to submit to that, but it's like otherwise, like no one else is going to do it for me, and you can't just sit back and wait for opportunities to uh, fall out of the sky. It's great when they do. And there's that discipline again, right? That we talked about. Yeah. I mean, if you don't have the discipline, right. You know, it's I not going to happen. I just, I always feel like there's people that just, you know, obviously can stay up later. And, yeah. uh, you know, or, but I mean, there's only, everybody has so many hours in the day. And it's yeah. like, yeah. Because uh, you, you brought up a good point earlier. Uh, you know, how many people feel, do you feel like you're losing ground if you're having to kind of retool, like learn yeah. a new 
you were building crates, so there was a little bit of, you know, uh, dealing with a saw or, yeah, yeah. you know, what's yeah. the best way to do the, the time to figure out, should you make that crate? Should you have someone else make the crate? You know, and I think maybe some people don't think twice about it. You know, to me, I'm always like, man, I'm, I'm you know, is this the, I guess that constant, is this the best use of my time right now? Yeah. And then sometimes I, I really enjoy some of those projects that are like, oh, okay, I'm building stretchers or I'm, yeah. Like some of those things where you just know like this is going to be my next two days or more more yeah and you suddenly your brain gets a little bit of a break and there's like background processing going on uh-huh. that I do think is very important because um, and that workflow is similar in any job right you know but that's where I'm saying I think that's where maybe the too much studio time can be deadly yeah uh, you know and everybody has a different way of way of working but um, I'm obviously obsessing about my own uh grind and uh, but we've seen that we've seen that in in the people that we've talked to so far that they you know different levels of of success but everybody does have that that groove that works for them yeah and i'm comforted that i hear most people saying that you know uh even if they're off doing you know fun things there's still that pull of like oh i really should should be or want to be in the studio and um you know, I think we all are kind of dealing with the same same problem, conundrum. So, you're punting on the audio pick of the day. I'm postponing. You're postponing. You're not punting. You're postponing. I, I could reel off like ten records right now, and I really feel like I want to go with some of the current stuff that I'm listening to, and I need to put just a little more thought into it versus just, I don't know, I like it. Uh, and there's some stuff, uh, I've been getting some anonymous packages, no, I've been getting some, uh, some music on CD, no less, in the mail, uh, which has just been kind of blowing my mind. Yeah. And, uh, but you can listen to it in the uh, in the vehicle, in which the is vehicle, nice. vehicle, which yeah. is good, especially with Atlanta traffic. Yeah. Um, and it's been... Uh, I, I've been talking about that feeling of um, of getting lost or being lost in, in the work, and I was thinking, what better way though to try to um, you know jumpstart a trick of thinking than into obviously listening to music that you've never heard before? Yes, uh, is a great. I like the fact that it's somewhat there's some somebody's stamp of approval. Like here, I think you should listen to this. Yeah. Versus, like I, I'm not a, a, a Spotify. Like I don't want to do that stuff. Like I don't know. I just I'd rather pick my own music or yeah. someone hand me. Yeah. Someone make me a mixtape. We, we I do, would we, welcome that, by the way. If anybody yeah, wants to make me a mixtape, please send them in. I'll even pay the postage. But um, we, re- we so we received these packages from a friend and listener, an artist, an artist. artist, and we value, we really value them because it's like you say, there are things in there that wouldn't otherwise be exposed to. Now, do we call that curation? I was sidestepping that. I don't, I don't think he would use that. No, he wouldn't. I think he's no. organizing the music uh-uh. in such a way. But uh, but that that's been uh, that's been helpful. So to, so in our next episode, we're going to be covering a lot. In addition to we're going to recap this one. In addition to the audio pick of the day, we're going to be hitting a lot of these topics with someone very interesting. And uh, I'm so looking I, forward to that. I thought you were going to like go back and. Uh, Splice me, splice me uh, in. Connect with Joe and Matthew and find out more about this and other episodes at brainfuzzpodcast.com.
on social media, share your thoughts and comments with hashtag BrainFuzzPodcast. Now, go assert your agency.